This is The Time I Lost My Shit at a Wedding, written and narrated by me, Christina Fenner. I'm happy to report that facing conflict and uncomfortable situations have been far and few in between during my 10 years on the job. However, it does happen and it sucks, obviously. Today, I'm sharing about that one time that I totally lost my shit, how I dealt with it and what I wish I would have done instead in hopes of lending you a lesson and probably a laugh. It's no secret that my job requires me to work with all kinds of people, not just the bride, but fellow vendors as well. And I'll be the first to say, this isn't always easy. There is an unspoken battle of time and attention between photographers and videographers on a wedding day. It's been happening since the dawn of age and somehow... Sometimes we still can't seem to get our shit together. Okay, so before I continue, for those of you who are new around here, I want to give you a little background information. Back in 2014 and 15, we actually offered videography services, and it was one of the best decisions I've ever made in my business. My good friend Morgan is a video genius, and having him work alongside CFP was such a fun and wonderful time. Morgan is now pursuing other video work, which is why we don't offer video anymore, but we're still great friends, and it was an amazing learning experience for me. It taught me how to learn what videographers need to succeed, how they work, and how to work together in order to achieve the best of both worlds, awesome photos and video coverage. Throughout the years, I have made it my responsibility to quickly acknowledge the weirdness that often occurs when a photographer and a videographer meet on a wedding day. I am intentional about introducing myself, being friendly, and then working to strategize with the videographer. This makes them feel heard, taken care of, and accommodated, especially because I know that once we get working, sometimes I have a tendency to be a steamroller on the wedding day. I like to be quick, efficient, and get shit done which I know can sometimes be a little bit intimidating. I have to remind myself to slow down and plan accordingly for the videographer. Pro tip, if you are a photographer and you show up on a wedding day and see a videographer, talk to them, be their ally and strategize together before showtime and before the two of you are running around bumping into each other and fighting for time and attention. Okay, so I shot an out-of-town wedding with Ashley And I had the worst experience I've ever had with a videographer. The morning of the wedding, I jumped into professional mode and quickly started to strategize together with Ashley and the videographer. I explained that I would get my couple of shots, then move entirely out of the way so she could get all of the video footage she needed. To my understanding, we all agreed that it would be best for us to take turns rather than trying to shoot and direct at the same time. I was under the impression that we were all on the same page. But five seconds later, we clearly were not when my elbow bumped into her lens while shooting the ring shot. She's lucky I wore deodorant that day because she firmly planted herself in my armpit for approximately the next six hours. This continued to happen, and I kept saying things like, here, let me grab these shots real quick, and then I'll be right out of your way. Which was my nice way of saying, get the hell out of my armpit before I give you a bloody nose. This kept happening over and over and over. I'd go to shoot something, I'd hit her lens, and it was a mess. It was annoying and she was in my bubble. And I know that the video footage was not great because she shoots something and then all of a sudden, bam, 
there goes my elbow, right into her lens. This was not productive or efficient for either of us. I asked Ashley if I was crazy or speaking in tongues. Neither were the case. I was so incredibly frustrated, and I knew both the video and photo coverage were suffering because of the lack of teamwork and efficient workflow. Luckily, we made it through ceremony, wedding party, and family portraits unscathed. And then it was time to head into the reception. Upon our arrival, the cloud started to roll in and the thunder was getting loud. I was stressed, and I made a last-minute decision to pull my bride and groom outside for the 10 minutes of golden hour that were depleting by the second. Not to mention, we were in a parking lot. I summoned all of my creative juices and I told Ashley, we gotta make this work. As I saw the videographer follow us outside, I once again looked her in the eye and said, hey, give me two minutes, I can get what I need, and then I'll go inside and you can do whatever you want. (sighs) I then proceeded to do what I have never done in 10 years and I lost my shit on a fellow vendor right in front of the bride and groom. I can't exactly remember what I said, but I clicked my shutter once and then almost tripped over the videographer's shoe because she once again refused to take turns and was trying to shoot directly over my shoulder. Time and sunlight were of the essence, and I was moving around quickly, and I just needed a little bit of space. Ugh, I cringe when I think about losing it in front of the bride and groom. But she got the message and she backed off. So much so that she just went inside and didn't shoot any golden hour video footage whatsoever. So while my bride and groom are nestled in a tree doing the nuzzle pose, I had two choices to make. Number one, make a big deal about the fact that I had gone all Hulk on this girl or move on and do my job. I'm happy to report we rocked the shit out of that parking lot. And to this day, I am so incredibly proud of those photos. We got inside just in time for a torrential downpour, and I then went and comforted myself with a dinner roll overly coated in butter. We didn't speak to the videographer for the remainder of the night, and I was embarrassed, frustrated, defeated, and I felt guilty. That was the last thing that I wanted to happen, especially on someone's wedding day. I take a lot of pride in the fact that I am a 10 out of 10 team player, and I want to give everyone the opportunity to succeed and excel. To this day, I'm not sure why there was such a disconnect and a miscommunication. I've worked successfully with so many videographers since Morgan, and I have never, ever had anything remotely like this happen before. As I reflect back on the situation now, I'm assuming that this was due to a lack of trust and the fact that she didn't believe me when I said that I would, in fact, step out of the way and let her get any and all of the footage she wanted. I was so confused and frustrated because every time we talked about taking turns, she was happily on board and good to go. It was baffling, and it was a shame for both of us. But luckily, the bride and groom were some of the sweetest people we've ever had the pleasure of working with. You have to remember, what works well for photo doesn't always work well for video. Great video footage requires movement and seamless transitions of movement, and that's not the case for photo. I can assure you, as she was shooting over my shoulder or from underneath my armpit, she was absolutely not getting the best video content possible. I completely understand that it can be hard to think like a videographer when you're a photographer or vice versa. For example, in a perfect videographer's world, they would have a big-ass tripod set up directly in front in the middle aisle during the ceremony. 
We photographers know that this is pretty much the kiss of death. You must strategize together and let it be known where you're going to be, what shots you need, and create a game plan together so both of you can get the content you need without getting in each other's way. Trust me, it can be done and done well, but it absolutely requires strategy, communication, and most of all, teamwork. Do not be one of those vendors, photographer or videographer, who only looks out for themselves or is only worried about their particular job. After all, we all have the same boss on a wedding day, and that's the bride with a capital B. Trust me, I play well with others, and I'm certain that any other vendor that I've ever worked with in the past 10 years can attest to that. This situation was a unique one, but here are my best tips to avoid a similar situation. If you're a bride and you have hired both a photographer and videographer, number one, let the photographer know that they will be a videographer. Number two, add 10 to 15 additional minutes in your timeline for all of the main portrait events like getting ready, wedding party, golden hour, etc. to give both the photographer and videographer an ample amount of time to take turns getting their footage. Number three, remember, it's not up to you to make sure that they play nice, but I highly recommend hiring a photographer who has extensively worked with videographers in the past. If you're a photographer working with a videographer. Number one, Take the initiative and start the strategy process with the videographer early on in the morning before things get crazy. Number two, continue to check in and make a game plan every time there's a new location or event that needs to be covered. Number three, make it very clear that they probably shouldn't set up a tripod in the center aisle. Instead, for first kiss or vows, have them hold the camera and shoot beside you, not in front or behind, so both of you are out of each other's shot. You should be shoulder to shoulder or side by side the entire time either of you, photographer or videographer, are shooting in the center aisle. Remember, your bride wants great photo and video center aisle coverage, and the only way to do this is to work together side by side, literally and figuratively. If you're a videographer working with a photographer, number one, don't shoot in their armpit or over their shoulder, especially if I'm the photographer. Number two, Don't rely solely on the photographer to set up shots. Get creative, direct, and instruct the couple, and remember that you need movement and smooth transition. And the best way to achieve this is by taking turns with the photographer. Number three, collaborate with the photographer. It's totally okay to piggyback off one another, but for the love of God, do not set up a tripod in the center aisle during ceremony. Well, you know what they say, the past is the past, But let's talk about some things I did well and some things that I didn't do so well in this situation. Things I handled well. Number one, repeatedly trying to strategize, communicate, and work with the videographer even after she continued to blatantly disregard anything we had just planned. Number two, moving on and deterring quickly from my blow up and continuing with business as usual while shooting golden hour portraits. The worst thing that I could have done here was make a big deal out of my blowout, try to defend myself or explain myself to the bride and groom, hence losing golden hour and precious photo time. Instead, I apologized once and continued photos like nothing had happened. Later on after dinner, I did privately go up to the bride and groom and apologize. Luckily, like I said, they were some of the sweetest people and so understanding. Things I did not handle so well. 
Number one, going apeshit on the videographer. I could have calmly asked her to remove her foot from under my foot just one more time. Number two, I didn't pull the videographer aside after the third, fourth, fifth, or sixth time she didn't follow our game plan to ask why this wasn't working and or how she thought we should accomplish the task at hand effectively. Clearly, there was a disconnect or miscommunication, and I should have gotten to the very bottom of it early on in the day, which could have potentially avoided my Hulk moment. (sighs) Okay, honestly, talking about this whole thing really gives me anxiety. And while I'm happy to have lived to tell the tale, I hope it never happens again. Remember, everyone wins when everyone can win a little bit in their own way. I'm now way more conscious of taking the early initiative to make sure that whoever I'm working with, whether it be my team or fellow vendor, that we all have a clear understanding and opportunity to provide input, suggestion, and direction. Looking back now, this was definitely a lesson learned and something that I'm happy to put behind me. Cheering you on, out from underneath my armpit, Christina.